Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News, Tuesday, November 21st, 2023. Stand up for your country. So um, I hope you saw my message of the day on BillOReilly.com. Again, you don't have to be a member of anything. You just go to the website every morning. There's a message. I tried to watch some cable news this week and I couldn't get through it. And I'll tell you why in the in the message. But it, it's interesting what has happened to the television news industry. I'm not going to cover it tonight. Uh, We got a lot of stuff to tell you about, but if you want my take on the current state of TV news, it is on BillOReilly.com. Now, the Talking Points memo this evening, the United States of litigation. So uh, we discussed yesterday Elon Musk threatening to sue the far left hate group Media Matters, and he filed late in the day after we had finished taping. So here are the incidentals on this lawsuit. Media Matters put out an article and contacted all its left-wing allies and said that on X, Twitter, owned by Elon Musk, there was Nazi stuff placed next to advertising. Okay, that's what Media Matters alleged. Elon Musk says, that's not true. And by saying that, you hurt my business because, and we listed some of the sponsors yesterday on this program, they bailed out. They said, we're not going to advertise on X anymore because it's Nazi stuff. Okay. So it's a pretty clear-cut lawsuit. So Musk is asking for unspecified damages and for Media Matters to remove the article. The suit was filed in Texas, 
the Northern District of Texas. At the same time, the Texas Attorney General has launched an investigation into Media Matters for, quote, potential fraudulent activity. So under Texas law, there is a Deceptive Trade Practices Act. So now Media Matters risks not only civil litigation, but criminal charges. I say good. I've been dealing with this outfit for 25 years. They are the lowest form of smear merchants, gutter snipes, whatever you want to call them. And I talked about it on News Nation last night. Go. This is my question, though. Does it, it seems like there is among the left in America, and by that I mean the media and certainly by left-leaning politicians, um, there's a, like, you know, we had Trump derangement syndrome that we now sort of have a minor version of Musk derangement syndrome, and I can't quite figure out what that comes from. Oh, come on, Leland, you know where it comes from. The previous owners of Twitter censored conservative speech all day long. Musk bought it and said that stops, hooked up with Tucker Carlson, and now the left is going to kill him. And so they're assassins, uh, I'm figuratively speaking now, uh, at Media Matters, are stalking everything he does to try to get sponsors to pull out, which they did. And Media Matters is a hate group. It's attacked me for 27 years, almost every day. It is dangerous. It is well-funded by George Soros and these far-left fanatics. I hope that Elon Musk sues their butt off, because I'd love to see in deposition who exactly besides Soros is pumping money into that organization. So obviously, Elon Musk has resources to do this. And we, of course, will follow the story. Lawsuit number two in the United States of litigation is filed by Donald Trump's Truth Social parent company. All right. That is um, Digital World Acquisition Corporation. All right. So Trump uses Truth Social. So this lawsuit has been filed in Florida against the following media companies. The Guardian, Hollywood Reporter, Miami Herald, Reuters, Rolling Stone, The Hill, Deadline Hollywood, Market Watch, Forbes, The Daily Beast, Salon, The New York Daily News, Newsweek, MSNBC, Mediaite, The Daily Mail, CNBC. So, What all of those organizations allegedly did was report the Truth Social lost $73 million this year, so far, okay? Well, the Truth Social people say, that's false, our loss was $31 million. That's a pretty big difference. And none of these organizations checked it out. They just ran with it. And that those false reports, again, this is according to True Social, damaged the company's ability to raise funds for ongoing pursuits. Again, this has been filed in Florida. Okay. So the 
Lawsuit seeks $1.5 billion in damages from all of those companies. And um, it is going to be heard by the 12th Judicial Circuit in Sarasota County, Florida. Um, Okay. So the importance of these two lawsuits is that they are aimed directly at the progressive left media which is in business, to hurt non-progressives. They'll they'll go after Democrats. Where do you see what happens to Joe Manchin if he decides to run on a third-party ticket? (laughs) The senator from West Virginia, where do you see? Okay, so we're going to follow both of them. Um, You know, I'm not trying them on TV, but this really uh, caught my attention. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, President Biden's scheduled today. He uh, dealt with uh, fentanyl, not in a, an effective way. He just chatted about it. That's what he always does about um, fentanyl. Bad it is. Blah 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 blah. Here's what he said. Go. Congress also has to step up in this fight. Start by passing my supplemental budget request for national security priorities, including including significant resources to help stop the flow of fentanyl into our country, as well as funds to strengthen support services for people struggling with fentanyl impacts. That is such a distortion. I can't even be. And you know it is. I don't have to convince you of this. So you want significant resources means more money. So Biden, no matter what the problem is, wants more money. All right. Biggest spending president in history, by far, on the road to bankrupting. More, more research. Uh, yeah. The reason we have so much fentanyl and heroin and cocaine and methamphetamine in the country is the open border. The reason the border is open is because of Joe Biden. It was not open under Donald Trump. Biden opened the border, doesn't enforce immigration law at any level. Well, what do you think's going to happen? No, 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 we need more. Re- ah, stop. See, this kind of stuff angers me because there are dumb Americans and they are dumb. Who go, that's right. Congress has to give me more resources. I'll say it for the 18th time. All the president of the United States has to do is sign an executive order that says all asylum claims will cease for a year until we get this situation down there under control. Then he trots out another executive order that says fentanyl is a class A dangerous drug and anyone caught importing or selling the drug at any level must be punished to the full extent of the law. And then when San Francisco says we're not going to do that, you cut off all money going to local law enforcement in San Francisco. The federal government funds most county law enforcement through block grants, our money. 
You say, you don't enforce the law, you don't charge these people to the full extent, we're cutting off your block ranch. You're not going to get any money. New York City all day long allows fentanyl and heroin dealers to do what they do and does not punish them. No money. Cut it off. Biden could do that. That's not hard. It's an executive order. So this is the biggest phony in the world, Joe Biden. Not only is he ineffective, not only is he damaging this country in every way. I don't know one way that he's not damaging it. We have gross disorder sweeping the country on the streets, particularly in urban areas. This guy sits there and does jack. Oh, no, no, we need more resources. Oh, my God. All right, now let me give you a good example. So Washington, D.C. is totally out of control as far as crime is concerned. All right, homicides up 30%. This is year to year, 22 to 23. Robbery up 67%. Violent crime up 40%. Motor vehicle theft up 96%. It's insane. Insane. All right, what the... Washington, D.C. is controlled by the federal government, not the locals. What's Biden doing about it? Look out your window. Mm. Oh, no, we, I got no. Joe needs more resources, I guess. All right. So he's on his way to uh, Nantucket for Thanksgiving. I will give you a little bit more of that in a moment, why he goes to Nantucket and what that's all about. It's an interesting story. Um, but first, before Mr. Biden left, all right, he gave some remarks. Go. Now, just to get here, Liberty and Bell had to beat some tough odds, the competition. They had to work hard to show patience and be willing to travel over a thousand miles. You could say even this harder than getting a, a ticket to the Renaissance tour or, or, or Britney's tour. She's down in, it's kind of warm in Brazil right now. <laughs> so not only does he, he not know the name is Britney Spears, he gets her mixed up with Taylor Swift, who's doing a concert tour in South America. So why do you even bother, Mr. President? You don't know anything. Even if they write it down, you, you don't, Brittany Taylor, but, uh, don't even bother. You pardon the two turkeys, okay? You got through it, and then you have to do that. <laughs> I'm just sitting here, and I'm just, I, look, people believe what they want to believe. They're gonna vote for who they want to believe. They don't care. They don't care. Just keep that in mind at Thanksgiving when somebody walks into your house who loves Joe Biden. That person doesn't care. He or she wants to love Joe Biden. Let them. Okay? That's my philosophy on this. All right. So um, I apologize to both Britney Spears and Taylor Swift for the mix-up for the president of the United States. All right, Nantucket. So um, for 48 years... The Bidens have done Thanksgiving on Nantucket. Now, the Nantucket, if you haven't been there, you should go. It's a beautiful place. September is the best month after Labor Day when all the swells leave. 
some of the most expensive real estate in the world. All right. And I like Martha's Vineyard, where Obama has his big mansion better than Nantucket because it's hillier. It's a little more picturesque, but they're both very nice places. And so Biden goes there and all the Bidens show up. Hunter will show up. You, you know, it's a free meal. Of course, it's going to show up. And they stay at a gazillionaire's house, the guy who heads Carlisle Group. They always do. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, if the guy likes the Bidens and wants to put them up for four days, um, that's fine. So that's why they're going to uh, Nantucket, Massachusetts. Spend some nice time there myself. I can vouch for both the Vineyard and Nantucket and excellent places. The attitude could be better, but... Just geographically, you know. So Biden's going to come back on Sunday, and he has nothing on his schedule for next week at all. Nothing, which is pretty astounding. On Wednesday, a guy named Robert Walker is set to testify in deposition in front of the House Oversight Committee, and that's James Comer. Who is Robert Walker? Well, he is a Hunter Biden business partner that was involved with this China thing. You may remember that financial records the Oversight Committee subpoenaed earlier this year revealed that uh, members of the Biden family, including women, Haley and Sarah Biden, received more than $1 million in payments from Robert Walker, who was doing business with Sinohawk Holdings, a Chinese energy firm. Now, I told you this is going to get worse this money flowing into the Biden camp. I was watching a rerun of The Godfather last night, and every time Brando would come on um, with his, I just, Biden's (laughs) face just appeared. Now, I'm not convicting Joe Biden of anything, all right? That would be irresponsible of me to do it. But if you think the Biden family didn't use every bit of its influence to amass tens of millions of dollars. If you don't believe that happened, then you're not living in a real world. Okay, here's another outrageous story. The Pentagon. It's headed by Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin. Okay? Now, if I were the president, I would fire Austin today. Why? Because uh, the Pentagon cannot account for half of its assets. The Department of Defense has $4 trillion in assets. That means tanks and planes and ships and, you know, depots, all of that. 50% of it, they don't know where it is or what's going on with it, according to an audit. All right? And the audit was done by the federal government. So Austin, he's incompetent. He's like uh, Buddha judge and Mayorkas. Well, here's a statement that, that when this came out. So remember, 50% of all the $4 trillion in assets, that's $2 trillion, Pentagon can't explain where, where it is or what's happening with it. So this is from Sabrina Singh, the deputy press secretary. They didn't even put the press secretary up there. She says, quote, We're working on improving our process. While it wasn't the results we wanted, that's the audit, we certainly are learning each time an audit passes. (laughs) Okay, they're learning. 
You don't think there's graft and corruption and theft in the Pentagon? I don't know where anything is. Do you know that story? If Again, if you heard that story, News Nation broke it. And I, News Nation is, you know, I'm doing work with them. So, But if you heard that story, please let me know where you heard it before me. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name in town, of course. But I would like to know because I haven't seen it anywhere. Um, so Austin goes to Ukraine earlier this week and says, uh, we're going to give you another hundred million. I think every single American is, is tired of this. Even the people like me who support Ukraine and know that the United States and NATO have to bolster them. You cannot let Putin overrun Ukraine. So I was reading a Daily Chatter, that's our foreign policy um, partner, dailychatter.com, and they had a piece this morning about Georgia, not the state, the country. Putin's got his tentacles in there. 20% of Georgian land is run by Russia, and he wants more. You get this? Putin's not stopping. We pull out, we pull back on our money, in Ukraine. He's going in. Belarus he already has. Then he's up in the Balkan states. Okay? I'm sorry. That is geo-reality. Now, I hate it that American taxpayer money has to go over there. But it's necessary. We'll have to pay far more down the line if Putin wins in Ukraine. All right, let's go to Thanksgiving. Uh, gas prices are down. That's good. 10% from last year. Average $3.31 a gallon in the USA. California is still above $5, I believe, because you have all those taxes out there. And uh, AAA says a lower demand for gas, driving those prices down. We consumers have power. You know, we don't buy as much. It comes down. Because they got to sell the gas, stockpile it. Okay. Six in 10 Americans, according to Quinnipiac poll of 1,574 registered voters, want to avoid politics at Thanksgiving. Here is the question. If you are visiting with family or friends this Thanksgiving, are you looking forward to discussing politics Or are you hoping to avoid discussing politics? Looking forward, 29%. Hoping to avoid 61%. Not visiting. I love that. 2%. (laughs) I'm not going anywhere. Okay. So most Americans, and look, rightly so. Okay? I mean, who would on earth want to have Thanksgiving dinner or any dinner with me? Okay? Because if they open their mouth and say something that's not factual. It's like Jaws. It's dun, 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 you know. Now, I don't start the conversations. I'm not going in there on Thursday. We have a nice night's nice dinner plan. All right. I'm not going in there with an agenda to try to persuade anybody. I know people believe what they want to believe. It's not my job to change their beliefs. My job is to present the world as it is, and we do that better than anyone, all right? And I'm sorry if you think I'm bragging, 
But you compare what the No Spin News delivers to you with these television news operations, both network and cable, there's no comparison. None. That's why you're hearing. That's why you're listening on the radio. Okay? I mean, we present the world as it is. Okay, so let's go to the dinner. I'm looking forward. I'm not a big eater anymore. I eat two meals a day, and uh, I'm not William Taft, a former president. Biggest eater I've ever seen. And because we're researching all the presidents for our, our book coming up in September um, 24, Taft. So I don't eat a lot, but uh, I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving. So here are the top five sides in America. You got the bird. And some people eat ham, but turkey is a traditional bird. Okay. Number one is gravy, classic stuffing. I like a little sausage in my stuffing. Okay. Then cranberries. I like the canned cranberries rather than the chopped cranberries. I don't know why. And they're not that good for you, but I like them. Green bean casserole. Okay. And then mashed potatoes. You got to butter the mashed potatoes, though. A little salt and pepper on them. That kind of thing. There are the top five sides. All right, smart life. Now, this is an important segment for you. So how do you avoid stress, not only at Thanksgiving, but at Hanukkah and Christmas? Right? How, how do you do that? Well, the Mayo Clinic, perhaps the best medical facility in the world. So if you got a problem and you can get into the Mayo Clinic, there's a couple of them around. Cleveland Clinic's good, too. Boston is the best medical city. Um, Mayo Clinic puts out five suggestions to get stress under control. Number one, plan ahead. Okay, it's too late now, but I always tell you to do that. Say no, okay? So if people are uh, piling on requests, sometimes you got to go, can't do it. Not happening here. Three, spending. You got to have a budget for Christmas gifts, Hanukkah gifts. You got to have that budget. You just put a little, that's why we're in business, to help you meet that budget. Create relaxing surroundings. I like this one. Music, candles, uh, you know, make the environment soft. Nice, soft environment. You got the shrill TV. You got the football games. You got to do that. But, you know, in the, in the dining room and no TV in the dining room. Got make it as nice as you can make it. And finally, share feelings. This is where the Mayo Clinic goes off the rails. Okay? Do not, under any circumstances, share any feelings on Thanksgiving or Christmas or Hanukkah. Don't. You can share the turkey you can share the gifts, the desserts. Keep your feelings to yourself. Okay? Nothing good comes from bearing your soul, as a cliche goes, in front of your family and friends. All right? It doesn't. Now, if you want to have a conversation like that, you do it one-on-one, -on -one, in a different setting, not a social setting, you know, Thanksgiving is a fun day. You don't want to be going into Edgar Allan Poe territory. <laughs> but anyway, I earlier this week reported 
that the terror dog, Holly, had a serious malady, and we dealt with it here. Now, I did that because Holly's got 3 million Twitter followers, and they love Holly, and we handled it. But then I got letters saying, well, what exactly was the malady? I'm not going to tell you what the malady is. That's personal stuff. I don't do that. All right? My family is my family, and I protect their privacy 100% across the board, you know, in serious situations. So I don't know what the Mayo Clinic is. I think they're just wrong. If somebody asks you a personal question, you can decide whether you want to answer that or not. You are under no obligation to do that. Okay? If it's an important question and you, there's a reason for it, it's in context, okay. But don't get out there with the... You know, final thing on this. Every day in a celebrity press, which is everywhere now, you get these people like the Kardashians and these people who live their life in the public eye. This is so destructive. It's just terrible. And I, I feel bad for those people. They don't know any better. Yeah, they get publicity. But is that really what you want? There's a reason it's called private life. Okay, that's my lecture on smart life. Um, let's go to the media. Now, the Washington Post used to be the gold standard of journalism. Watergate, you know, on and on. Okay, not anymore. We all know that. Washington Post knows it. So they had to issue a correction this week after they inaccurately reported the USA brokered a deal in Gaza to get the hostages out. That didn't happen. The newspaper was totally wrong. The reporter Karen DeYoung, okay, and the headline was Israel and Hamas reached tentative U.S. brokered deal. Didn't happen. Made it up. Now, what probably happened was Miss DeYoung was told something and then ran with it. You know, how many anonymous sources are these people going to use? So they were wrong. So they had to retract. The same day they ran that article, it was flat out wrong. They ran a puff piece on Hunter Biden. The same day. Okay, and the Hunter Biden piece was Hunter Biden's career of benefiting from his father's name. The president's son has had a complex, even tortured relationship with the Biden brand. Matt Visor was the reporter. 5,000 words, which nobody on earth could read. And then it was the main points were Hunter Biden has worked hard for years. Very hardworking guy, Hunter Biden is. Yeah, okay. And uh, Hunter Biden, he, uh, he didn't have anything to do with his dad. Joe Biden wasn't involved at any level with Hunter's business. This is in the Washington Post. Okay. Hunter Biden was a victim. He's a victim of Barack Obama's selection of his father as vice president. He's a victim, Hunter. And finally, Burisma was normal, 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 normal. Many Americans go overseas, get paid $800,000 a year to sit on an energy board when they know nothing about energy. All of you who have had that experience, raise your hand now. Please, please write to me again, Bill at BillOReilly.com. All of you who have had that offer to go to any country to get $800,000 a year sitting on a board for something you have no idea, no experience in. It's what the Washington Post puts out. It's what they're writing. 
you know, Twilight Zone doesn't come close. Rasmussen poll on Muslims. First question, is the USA too involved in the Middle East? Not involved enough or level of involvement about right? Too involved, 34%. Not involved enough, 23 Level of involvement, just about right, 35 Uh, I don't know. I'd have to think about that answer. I'd have to think about that. Second question, are most American Muslims living in this country treated unfairly? Yes, 29. No, 53. Don't know, 18. And um, I couldn't answer that question. I'd be in a don't know. I know some Muslims, and they seem to have happy lives. But I don't have access to some areas like Michigan, the big Arab population there. Maybe they are being treated fairly. I don't know. All right. Money and happiness. So this is uh, from Financial Happiness. It's actually uh, an outfit um, that contacted the Harris Poll people. How much money will make you happy? A year, a salary. Men, 318,000 will make you happy. Women, only 183,000 women would be happy with. The average American would be happy then, if you do the math, $284,000 a year. So, okay, here's the deal on this. Of course, money doesn't make you happy. And many, many people, the more money they get, the more stuff they want. I have gone against that, right? The more money I get, and I never work for money, I walked away from a massive deal in a lot of places because I wanted to, you know, do other things that I felt were more worthy, and I walked away from a lot of money. Anyway, more money I got, the more money I gave away to charity. We have a foundation named after my parents, as you know, okay? And in my will, when I expire, that foundation will continue. And I have funded that foundation. Okay? So I live comfortably. My car is now seven years old. And I like the car, so I'm not going to get another one. I like it. All right? And, but I don't... Mm. But a lot of people, the more they make, the more they want. Just keep that in mind. And money doesn't make you happy. If you're a miserable person, it doesn't matter how much money you have. This day in history, November 21st, 1931, a very impactful movie, 1931, was released. Roll the tape. All right, Frankenstein, everybody was scared. 1931, there have been 150 films, TV shows off that movie. Remember the Munsters? Okay, Boris Karloff gives a big star, and then they got a sequel, Son of Frankenstein, Daughter-in-Law of Frankenstein, One Night Stand of Frankenstein. I mean, they got all kinds of stuff. 
Now, I like Dracula better because he's a better dresser than Frankenstein. Frankenstein's a little slovenly. But anyway, the backstory is a 20-year-old Brit, British citizen subject named Mary Shelley, who was from a literary family, was in Switzerland with her friends, and they had a game uh, to who could write and tell the scariest story. So she came up with Frankenstein. And she won, and, uh, you know, now she's legendary. 20 years old, it was in 1818 where Mary Shelley wrote that story. And then Hollywood grabbed it, Frankenstein, released today, 92 years ago. All right, good mail segment and a final thought uh, you are going to want to hear. We'll be right back. Let's go to the mail. Bill Fado, uh, Pacific Palisades, California. Nice community out there. You are correct. Biden's not going to run in 24 O'Reilly. However, he will wait until the Democrat convention to announce that he isn't running. He'll delay for several reasons. First, as soon as he makes an announcement, he'll be a lame duck. You know, look, this is all guesswork, but that theory isn't bad. Um, this is Frank Muscarello, Huntington, New York. We keep hearing from you, Bill, that Joe won't run, that his own party will look for a replacement. With all due respect, you are wrong. The Biden machine will run them all the way to the convention. Okay? We will, of course, find that out. Dan O'Brien, Cameron, North Carolina. If Joe Biden resigns, he won't be able to pardon his son. Not true. He could pardon his son tomorrow. President Biden could pardon Hunter Biden tomorrow, any and all crimes on a federal level. Uh, Jordan Richard, Toronto, Canada. If you got that one-on-one -on -one interview with Biden, Bill, what would your first question be? That's an interesting letter. I go to the border right away. That would be number one. Then uh, the economy and why he attacked the uh, fossil fuel industry, and I'd have all my facts lined up so he couldn't deny it. Uh, Margaret Boyd, Boulder, Colorado. You said Nikki Haley is a lightweight. That is incorrect, Margaret. I never said Nikki Haley is a lightweight, ever. Why would I do that? She's governor of South Carolina and ambassador to the United Nations. Okay? Anyway, Margaret goes on. Her views make a lot of sense to me. Good. I have nothing against Nikki Haley. It's not my type of person, but she obviously is a woman of distinction. Edward. Bill, perhaps you need to remind viewers that a big reason the corrupt media hates Trump is because he played them. Yeah, but it's more about the Supreme Court justices and things like that. That's why they hate him. Andy Avila, Queensbury, New York. Bill, you nailed it. Two of my adult children are ardent liberals, and all they can talk about is how Trump is a Nazi. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when, you know, just for fun, Ann, if they continue that, just go... Um, Tell me a little bit about the National Socialist Party in Germany. <laughs> That's all you have to say. And then look them in the eye and see what they got. Tom Criswell, Rogue River, Oregon. I'm wondering, O'Reilly, if you might add to your program on occasion um, a bit of research into nonprofits. Don't have the staff. You know, I am recommending this Christmas and Hanukkah season, you want to give some money away, local. Local food bank, okay, local churches, because you can see, all right? Charities, national charities change all the time. We used to do independence.org. Don't do it anymore. Whole new management team, okay? 
not doing it anymore. They change. Local this year. Um, Mark G., concierge member, something better happen to straighten this country out. Bill, you recently reported that the average life expectancy for males dropped to 73. I'm 65, so that means I've got a few years left. Um, you never know, Mark. You can wake up tomorrow and uh, you got a tumor, as Arnold Schwarzenegger once said. You just every day be grateful and get your you know, moral foundation in order. Susan, I almost cried hearing your news about Holly, Bill. I'm so glad she's on the mend. She's lucky to have you. Look, anybody under my protection blanket, we do the best we can do. And I am very ferocious in getting the best people when people need help. Carol, I'm pleased to learn that you and Martin Dugard are writing a book about Joe Biden. But I'm not writing a book about Joe Biden. I'm writing a book called Confronting the Presidents about every one of them. And it'll be out on September 24th. All right, I want you to go to uh, BillOReilly.com, Hanukkah Christmas store. First of all, sign copies of Killing the Witches. Got to get those orders in now. Okay, I'll be signing a lot over the break, but you got to get them in now. Then we have the 13-book bundle um, of all the killing books. This is an excellent gift or in your library or 13 separate gifts. Then we got Killing the Witches and Killing the Killers together for $21.95. That's fabulous. That will save you a lot of money. And then United States of Trump and a blue Merry Christmas America ornament, $17.95. These are all low-priced gifts that mean something. And then the mugs. We got No Spin Mug, Team Normal Mug, Stand Up for Your Country Mugs. And these are made in America, and they're fabulous. So go to the BillOReilly.com store. And save yourself a lot of money. You don't want to go out in that shopping madness anyway. I hope. Word of the day, do not be peck-sniffing. Love that word. When writing to us, back with a final thought in a moment. All right, final thought of the day. Uh, this is National Caregivers Month. There are 65 million Americans caring for friends and family. 65 million. There is a book, A Minute for Caregivers, Why Every Day Feels Like a Monday. All right. The book is by Peter Rosenberger. He is a concierge member and he honors caregivers. And there's a lot of good information in that book. Now, it's not a big bestseller, but something you should know about. And on this Thanksgiving, I mean, obviously, we want to be thankful for caregivers. You know, it's hard. And you know it if you're one. So let's you know somebody who's a caregiver, go out of your way to give them something or be nice or whatever you can do. Okay, so we are, this is it for us. We're going to take the rest of the week off. However, tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern on the 1st and all of our radio affiliates and everybody, uh, we're going to have a shock and awe special, uh, culture shock. Okay, Thanksgiving, we're going to have another shock and awe special, the decline of American television. And then on Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, um, we're going to have a bunch of commentary about the disintegration of New York City. All of that, we have all brand new stuff for you. And go to our YouTube page. I didn't even know we had a YouTube page, but we do. And apparently it's all over the world going crazy. The YouTube page, uh, Bill O'Reilly and BillOReilly.com, okay? 
Uh, goes without saying, I want you all to have very relaxing Thanksgiving. You know, avoid any angst and conflict. Just enjoy yourself. We'll be back Monday. It's going to pass fast. And we're very happy you are with us. And continue to support us, please. It's very, very important. You really know what's going on in this country. Concierge membership, premium membership, BillOReilly.com. Fantastic gift. And you get a free book. See you Monday.